You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side. It's your wonderful hosts, Remy and Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. <laughs> good to see everybody again. It is good to see you all again. <laughs> Uh, so we just celebrated 4th of July. We thought we'd talk a little bit about 4th of July and what it usually means to bartenders and how this year is probably different. And maybe tell some good stories about 4th of July. You ever see anybody blow their fingers off with some fireworks or anything? I haven't seen anyone do that, but Uh, I do have a good story about my dad when I was younger. Um, (laughs) I can get into it now or we can take it. Do it. Go girl. All right. So, um, I don't know how old I was, but I was pretty young and I remember my dad got some like they were fireworks, but they were like, like dynamite sticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they looked like. And he would light them off. And like, when they would explode, you could like feel it, like hit you. you know what <laughs> right. I mean? So my dad one time lit one and I guess it went off like really early. We were all inside. He was just fucking around outside with them and it went off. We all like freaked out. We were calling outside for him. He wasn't answering us. He couldn't hear us. And oh, then all shit. of a sudden he like, yeah, it was really fucking creepy. I thought my dad like blew his fucking arm off or something, but he didn't. He's fine. He's totally Just all right. <laughs> pop the old eardrums a little bit. But know? ever since then, no. What about you? Yeah, no, I've I've never seen anybody actually injure themselves with fireworks. I mean, we used to do stupid shit with Roman candles. You know, you shoot Roman candle at each other and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I've yeah. never been a huge fan of fireworks. I'm always kind of like man. I don't want to lose any appendages. We've been drinking. Maybe this isn't so I was, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of that. Maybe this isn't such a good idea guy when it comes to fireworks. Um, but I've definitely seen some cool fireworks, been to some cool 4th of July parties where people light off fireworks and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll stand a good hundred feet away and watch the festivities and have a good time. Uh, you know, the past, I'd say, at least 12 out of the 20 years that I spent bartending, I spent 4th of July behind a bar, you know, because owners are dumb and don't want to miss out on any money that might come in. Or you're working at a corporate restaurant or something where it's like, nope, we're open. And it's like, everybody's on a boat or at a party or at a backyard barbecue, especially if it's on a weekend. Like, why are we open? You know, and it's just going to be dead. And it sucks. And you're like, this is horrible. And not only do I miss the holiday, but I don't make any money <laughs> or really good I feel money. like in like nightclubs and stuff. Well, first of all, let me just say really quick. Lindsay said she's seen people that have singed their eyebrows off. So oh, yeah. that's pretty good. I would die. <laughs> like so weird about <laughs> my eyebrows. Um, so working at a nightclub, though, it's really not as terrible because it's kind of like you don't start until like nine o'clock or whatever. Usually when right. people get out of the fireworks, we'll get like a midnight push or like, you know, a 1 a.m. push. But yeah. it's definitely slow leading up to that. Right. And you get, you know, if you got to be at a place at five, it's just stupid. You know, I've worked mm-hmm. at small bars where you're just like, why are we even open? And nobody's coming in. And then, you know, you can't close because a couple people come in and you're just like, right. damn it, this blows. <laughs> like, you get like five people at your bar and you have to hold them as long as you can. Like, right. please don't leave. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys to, have any friends you can call? I have to stay open anyway. So please. You try and make the best one. in a bad situation, I guess. <laughs> you know, call up all your friends and see if they'll come up there. But no, I, I, just, I know I've missed out on a ton of great parties. 
from working the the barbecue holidays. That's what I've always said is like, if you own a bar and it's not a big place or there's nothing, you know, you're not going to pack them in by having a party for a big barbecue holiday. Just close, just let your employees go enjoy themselves, please. That's just me. I've been pretty lucky. I've been able to take 4th of July off most years because my dog gets like super scared of fireworks, like super scared. So I actually take it off to like spend it with him because he like pants and paces around the house and will hide in places that I'm like, I didn't even know that that was you were capable of getting there or anything like that. So I get to like watch from home. But this year, everyone started doing fireworks like, I don't know. A month ahead of time. At it least. was like all of June. Yeah, at least. And it was every fucking night. And my dog was dying every night, every single uh, night. So then 4th of July, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stay home with my dog. I'm going to like make sure that I don't go anywhere. I'm home in time. And he slept through the entire thing. Well, entire- yeah. And you could have gone out. I could have gone out. He's and like, you missed the heck. You missed the heck because of, of because of everyone like doing it for so long. You know, he kind of just became accustomed to it, I guess. And I was like, yeah, right. right. Yeah. He's like, ah, this, this old hat now. Yeah, it's when it's right. that that one night a year that the dog freaks out, like it's the end of the world. What's going on? Oh, yeah. yeah, and my but, pug, she just like sat outside the entire time. She's like, she doesn't care. Like, chilling. I highly doubt she can even hear them. She's so old and stuff. Like, I don't think that she even notices. Yeah, it doesn't bother her anymore. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, with the, you know, with the shutdown and the lockdown and the coronavirus going on and neither mm. one of us going back to work, I didn't have to worry about bartending this year. And it was a Saturday yeah. night and I'm like, well, hot damn, I'm going to a party. Like <laughs> our good friend Dave was having a little pool party and a few people over and stuff like that. It was uh, not too packed and plenty of social distancing going on and plenty of beverages going on and a pool. And oh, it was excellent. We had a we had a great time. We You were missed. Your presence Aww. was missed, my dear. Sorry. Would have been a good gen. Well, Next that's okay. Year. Yeah, there's other, I'm sure there's other parties to come. <laughs> oh, yeah, there will be. As soon as everything's, like, back open and, like, running, which I'm, like, really curious what we're doing right now. I know that we shut back down um, indoor service. But it I've seems seen. like a, it seems like a lot of places aren't, though. They, they aren't. I don't know what, I know that it was supposed to be, like, if your sales were 70%, um alcohol then you had to shut down indoor service but you know i feel like that's a lot of places and the the mental gymnastics that i watched play out on my facebook wall by places that i know damn well and good have never sold so much as a mozzarella stick or a chicken finger anytime i've been there (laughs) right in order to justify staying open was amazing yeah, they're like, we've got oh, a yeah. patio. They threw like a couple of lawn chairs out back and they're like, we've got a patio. We're totally outside seating now. <laughs> I wonder like what people that don't have a patio are going to be doing though. Like they, they can only do carry out then and like dine in food, but no alcohol. Yes. Well, and now you can do to go alcohol. And I also like, I saw a place actually build a little patio out back mm-hmm. the day of the shutdown. They were like, Patio it is. Let's do this. You know, you know, the only thing is, is that there are like, like city codes and stuff that you have to follow for that. So it's like, yep. are they just not going to be enforcing that? Because you have, you can't just open it same day. That's like not possible. You I, have to like, I just, I think permit. like, I think the government is having a little bit of pity on places like that. Like just mm-hmm. whatever you can do to survive. We get it. Like this and, like, last, pandemic. Last week know. we were talking about how, you know, Ann Arbor did that really cool thing for their 
you know, their area. And it was like Liberty Street was shut down for people to put outdoor seating. You know, yeah. there are no patios over there. And right. they so, like went ahead and shut down an entire street for it. And I think that that might be something that we should consider doing. Well, so and that's that's you know? the super confusing thing that's going on right now, as far as I'm concerned, is so you have. So, like, you know, Remy said the the to go thing is now on the books, but so is the concept of drinking districts like that. And that's what Ann Arbor did. Like, so that's, that's approved, but then you read the actual verbiage of it. And so like, I think, and a lot of it focuses focuses on what they call shared spaces. So like, I, you know, look at it like the, um, like where Detroit shipping company is and Peterborough. And there's that big dirt parking lot that they both share. So that would be a common space that they could like put snow fencing up or whatever and, you know, and, and then go ahead and sell alcohol and stuff in there and have people hanging out out there. Um, but the actual, like, dr- district part of it, like, when it comes to, like, shutting down streets and that kind of thing, seems a lot more convoluted and complex. I'm curious to see, like, like to me, Hamtramck is a natural for, dude, shut streets down and, and let people sure. wander around because there's, like, 87 bars within 30 feet of each other. Just go do. Well, and there's so many one-way streets anyways yep. that you can just, like, okay, this, you know, you got to go up two blocks yep. to, get to the other one way and stuff like that. We're shutting this one way down. Right. You know, they're very small streets anyway. I mean, if if you guys have never been, and our listeners, too, to Memphis and uh, Beale Street, it's just like that. So, like, the main drag of Beale Street is a couple of blocks long, and there's all these bars and restaurants. There's a BB King's there. There's, like, all these barbecue joints, all these tiny little bars. And it's it's closed down. You cannot drive a car down it. It's, like, blocked off. And you just walk. You just there's just people milling about. And if you buy a wristband, you can walk into any of the bars. If not, you gotta pay cover at each bar. But you can take a drink outside of a bar, walk out onto the street, finish it in another bar, it doesn't matter. So in, you're and, in a district. And that's how Toledo did it. Like so Toledo yeah, so, so Toledo, like their little dive bar district, um, or bar district, I mean that's that's the way that is. And so like part of the legislation that's interesting is like there has to be special logoed cups for that district right Right. yeah so so all the bars have them and you buy a cup and fill it up and take it to the next place and they fill it up there weird uh the government the politics all that stuff they'll figure it out i'm sure it'll happen eventually thinking that like you know how they do for like pig and whiskey and stuff over in ferndale where it's like right you know everyone kind of like rents a tent like there's Mm -hmm. some places that maybe are kind of like off from where people would normally have a lot of foot traffic down here. And if they could like kind of take a tent somewhere and just set up a bar outside instead, you know, that would be like, I mean, I think the whole people people that are further down on Woodward that aren't really next to something that you would like, you know what I mean? Right. Not part of like the little district or whatever. Yeah. Cause yeah, because I mean, the real point of it is to, to make sure that the businesses that are already up and operating have a chance to survive and dig their way out of this hole, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that's, fun. dude, like, that's, I mean, that's the biggest issue. Like, for me, I mean, I know, it, man, I mean, as much as I loved that one trip out that I had where I went to Temple and Whiskey, um, yeah. no, I'm I'm not going to go hang out on the back patio at Temple Bar. I mean, right. just be, I mean, it's it's 90 friggin' degrees outside. Like, that's right. that's not enjoyable to me at all. So, like, right. like, that's what I really feel bad about is, like, so, okay, even the ones that, you know, they just jump through all these hoops to get a patio up and running, you really want to be outside in 90-plus degree heat. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, some people like that. Some people enjoy that kind of drinking. There's a lot of patios that like do booming business, you know, by being outside. <laughs> I mean, like hey, some people have a yeah, Prince Albert. I don't judge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my cup of tea either. And right, it's and not for honestly, me. But hey, I, like I don't care if you got a patio or not. I don't want to be around a hundred other people right now at all. Right. Or fifty people, or twenty-five. You know, like ten to fifteen. A little backyard barbecue is one thing that's a little different, but just going out to any kind of bar, no, no, I'm not, I'm not feeling it yet. Not with the cases spiking the way they are. Not with like this country just completely blowing the whole coronavirus pandemic. Well, and you can't leave your own country right now. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants us. Nobody, nobody. I, I mean, I don't have a passport, so it doesn't really phase me. Anyways. Well, no, but I, I mean, anywhere. yeah, no, but I mean, and that's, you know, that's one of the other things is, you know, you look at, I mean, it, it's funny. I mean, <laughs> there's funny haha, and there's, hey, this milk smells funny, but it's funny to see like all the states that like rushed to be that little bootlicker um, yeah. and went ahead and opened up. Now they're like, oh, oh, shit. Uh yeah. no, sorry. Uh eleven thousand cases in one day is not like a goal to read. Yeah, oh yeah. Miami just shut down all of their nightclubs, restaurants, gyms. They just closed everything down. Um, you know, now there's a whole lot of uh there's a whole lot of conversation going on. I was reading an article yesterday where so they moved the um the Republican National Convention was supposed to be in Charlottesville or Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and, uh, there's a democratic governor there and said, no, you're going to have to have, you're going to have to maintain social distancing. You're going to have to wear masks, yada, yada, yada. So they pulled it and moved it down to Florida where, you know, different governor and all that shit. And now, because the governor was like, oh yeah, you don't need to do shit down here. You're going to, no masks, no anything. And, And now they're like, um, Okay, wait. We we might actually need you. They're turning into Lumberg. Yeah. If if you could just go ahead and wear a mask, that would be great. And yep. and they said they can't find like none of the um because apparently the like the first one that they had that they were just in the planning stages of, um, they already burned through like thirty odd million dollars. Um they like they they burned through every dollar of donations that they had. And now they're having a real hard time fundraising to get this second, this other one up off the ground because people are like, even people are like, dude, it's just going to get canceled or it's, you know, or it's not going to yeah. be what you think it is or. Yeah. Right. I no, mean, that's the thing. I'm like surprised that movement is. And listen, for any of you that are listening that love movement, I love movement. I look forward to going every year. I've been going every year. It's still scheduled to go in September. And I'm like, I really just don't think that I think you should just let it go for this year and come back super strong next year. So, and that's the big debate about all the sports and stuff going on right now, yeah. you know, whether it's, you know, football, baseball, you know, in hockey, you know, are, are they really going to go ahead and fire that up? But I mean, even just like, I mean, from a fireworks perspective, you know, you guys were talking about that earlier. Like, so the city of Detroit is doing their fireworks at the end of August now, but still no crowd. Like, what's the come point on. of that? Like why? Right, yeah. And like I forget where it was. There was some city that uh, something went wrong with the wiring uh, last night or the night before. Oh, San Diego, yeah. Yes, and they literally, <laughs> like, every single firework detonated at once. Oh, 
and it was like watching a, like a giant fireball nuke go off. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Somebody got yeah. fired and someone died. Oh my god. Well, somebody the people were digging it, and that stuff is all like super remote control, anyways. Like they set it all up, and then there's nobody near it. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's all absolutely. done with computers and pushing buttons. Dude, yeah, they all went off at once. <laughs> I need to see the video of that. I'll take it up and shoot it. It's oh my god, it's crazy. (laughs) It's like at first it's really impressive, and then it's just like a big white light, and it looks like a nuke going off. Like Dave said, you're just like, how how long is it? Like four minutes? Oh, not even. Yeah, no, no. well, because I mean, it, you know, so yeah, it was supposed to be it's like, like a, the length of one fire. Yeah, it's you know, so it's supposed to be a thirty-minute show, and like everything went off in like ninety seconds because there it was, it was just <laughs> oh, it was crazy. I love that. Oops. Oh my god, I, I kind of want to see that. And I bet you the sound like live was deafening. You know, just oh my god, all of it going off at once. Funny. Uh, there's some good fireworks this year. I've been seeing some good fireworks lately, the last month or so, you know, just about every night, go out in your backyard and, and watch it. And also on 4th of July, there was an amazing eclipse. It was fantastic. A little lunar eclipse with the stars aligned with the planets aligned with the sun. Yeah, I saw. Very cool. so cool. Oh yeah. Wasn't there some sort of weird planetary alignment or something that happened too? There was. It was like Saturn and... Saturn and Jupiter, Jupiter and yeah. the moon were the moon. all lined up like in a very straight line. And then there was an eclipse at the same time. Dude, it's 2020. I'm surprised like a portal to another dimension didn't open up like at Stonehenge. No, it didn't. You're right. Would you even be able to know, though? Yeah, no. <laughs> it would It would just be dismissed as some like faked YouTube video and conspiracy theory. It wouldn't even. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised uh, we haven't had uh, murder hornets. I mean, like, I was, yeah, like, was, all geared up for them, but... That, that kind of just flew by the wayside. They're like, yeah. ah, try something else. Dude, that's yeah, why that's I, lo- I love... We're gonna- there's a meme that was floating around that was, like, basically, no, this is, like... So, 2020 is proof that time travel exists. But the problem is, is that people keep going back to fix shit and making it worse. Like, and that's why murder hornets just like disappeared. Like, so that disappeared, but now we have like the bubonic plague is back in China. Like, so like there's, there's that going on. Oh my God. It's like the episode of Family Guy where Brian and Stewie just keep on like, wait, stop to like their. Oh, they try and fix everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's like literally how I feel. You can't mess anything up. We'll come back dead. (laughs) <laughs> the butterfly effect is real. I mean, you know, nobody has any answers for us. There is no hard and fast rules. Um, it's pretty obvious to me that, like, not wearing a mask has been a huge problem. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. You know, I know there's yeah, a lot of refuse to wear them. There's a lot of anti-maskers out there, but the one the one that got me today was like people in Asian countries are so used to always wearing masks, like even if they have a little. A, like a sinus cold, yep. they'll wear a mask to keep everybody around them safe. So to them, it's no big deal. They don't even think about it. They're like, oh my God, yeah, so we wear a mask all the time. No, no, you know. Americans aren't used to it, and that's why there's so many people rebelling. Well, to me, I'm just like, I'm I'm in it for the long haul. I'm ready to wear a mask for a year and a half or two. Because like, I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know that it's the not used to it thing. I truly, I mean, you have you have two very different societal and cultural views there. Like, so Japan is all about the collective and the society and the community and yada, yada, yada. Here, we're all about individualism. And so, so you know, here it's, 
it's an it's an infringement on my rights to have to wear this where in you know Japan it's okay well this helps me keep other people from getting sick yeah I'll do it duh like <laughs> I, I get it. I, I honestly I can remember being a teenager and seeing somebody seeing some like redneck hillbilly type with no shoes or no shirt on like getting tossed out of a 7-Eleven yep you know like and screaming and hollering and making a big fuss about it like I'm sorry I thought I thought this was America exactly <laughs> so it's like yeah that kind of makes sense people people freaked out about that I I haven't seen it lately I think that one's pretty much gotten used to with everybody i'm hoping that real quick people use there's still at least a poster to a day that comes across my feed where you know somebody's gotten shitty with you know the staff or somebody behind a counter or something like that about about wearing a mask and i'm just like i'm just like i like and i don't i don't get it like i I, like okay that's it doesn't matter what your rights are that's the rule of the store the rule of the establishment you are going into go somewhere else if you don't want to there's plenty of places that aren't enforcing it yep you know, well, so go to one of those places. You guys can all get Corona together and we'll stay over here right. and not get Corona. That's the like, funny thing, though, is it's like screaming about rights. But that's exactly what it is, is it's the store's mm-hmm. right to say this is our rule. And if you don't like it, fuck off. See, and, and that's that's the part that I think a lot of people don't really understand. Huh? Yeah. Write it in your dress code. Well, or just you know, the, yes, you have rights, but they end where they intersect. Where they where they intersect with the rights of others. Like that's yep. that's how that works. Exactly. Like your rights are not immutable. Like that's not how they like. No, because guess what? You can't sit in a theater. You can't sit in a movie theater and scream fire. But you have free right. speech. But you can't do that. Why? Because that's bad. That's that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, we've made little tweaks to your rights. <laughs> just so you know. Oh yeah, and oh my god! Like and the the and, and at least a a good well not maybe daily but at least once or twice a week there's a good conspiracy theory that comes across. Um, like I think the end of last week, yeah, it was like Friday when like half my feed for whatever like, I don't know if like something showed up on Reddit or what, but like half my feed was full of. Hey, remember when everybody was complaining about like lung issues and breathing issues, and there was all that stuff about vaping, uh, and and the <laughs> yeah. and the eighteen and the eighteen year old had a you know a double lung transplant you know late last fall, and and are all the vape pens made in China? So like that, <laughs> like that filled like half my feed. Oh yeah, like, all day yesterday on mine it was about them putting Corona. It was like about. China putting coronavirus in the fireworks and I was like, are you guys like out of your fucking minds right now? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Let me explain to you how fireworks, literally, yeah. how, how fireworks work. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, how many people did I see on my Facebook that were like, you know, fireworks, they're putting it in the fireworks. I'm like, this is insane. I can't believe like the amount of shit I see. It's it's an insane world. I was talking to my brother today and I was like, I can't believe there's actually people alive that really, really, really believe the earth is flat. Like they really yeah, believe it. I know one. I know oh a guy. I know God. a guy. They've never owned a cat. Super I mean, he's, he, no, he's never owned a cat because if the earth was flat, the cats would have pushed everything off the edge by now. And knocked it back. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. I'm like, how would you get gravity uh, if the earth was flat? It just wouldn't work. Do you understand that concept? <laughs> nope, nope. It's all a conspiracy. I didn't I'm watch like, it, but there was like a, a documentary or something. It was about so it. good. 
And I heard that, like, they basically, like, prove that the Earth is a sphere yep. while trying to prove that it... <laughs> so there was a... so And there was a bunch of scientists, and for those of you not watching, I'm using a lot of air quotes here, scientists, um, that were part of this Flat Earth conspiracy group, and they went through like six or seven different experiments, each one gradually more expensive than the than the last. Like they must have burned oh, through tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of this, basically proving that they were wrong. Because they were like, oh, well, you know, if, this, if we put this reflector here and that reflector here, you'll be able to tell because the laser will go, you know, the laser will be straight across at the two lights and the laser was like off by five feet. Like it's like it's supposed to be with the curvature of the earth. That's how that works. Right. <laughs> I, I really want to know I some of their it. theories. I, I just like I'm I'm super curious. Like like uh, what makes you think that the earth is flat? What what possible kind of so those come up with those people are interesting, but like I can almost be casually dismissive of them. The ones that are truly interesting are the ones that think like that the shell that we like the earth the world is round. But like the shell that we live on is just like an outer crust, and there are other layers and other civilizations underneath it, underneath oh. us, getting closer and closer towards the core. Oh, I got you. <laughs> well, that makes lots of sense. Yeah, I that's mean, the yeah. Lo, that's the same face I made the first time I heard this one. Yeah. Everybody's okay. everybody's seen the Descent, right? Like, yep. <laughs> classic horror movie. Oh yes. You know. Uh, um, let's go uh, exploring some caves down in Kentucky. And it's also why I don't ever drive right behind logging trucks. Like, oh, no, I've seen Final Destination way too many times. No, I'm good. Yeah, no, nope, no. I've never the heard descent? that theory Oof. at all. Oh, so I used to I used to go to, I mean, they're not, I used to go to, like, conspiracy cons, like, all the, like, super fringe weirdos, um, especially when I was living in D.C., because that's where a lot of them were. We're right in, like, the D.C., Baltimore area. Um, Makes sense. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you got the Pentagon and everything. Yeah. Um, and, oh, my God, just... The shit that you would hear and the shit that you would see. Um, I think I would really like that. I, I would, think I would like to go to something like that. So way, <laughs> totally dating myself now, but like way, way back in the day on CompuServe, um, I was an admin. I was a sysadmin on the, um, uh, I forgot, conspiracies and, and something else forum. Um, and so it was all conspiracy theories. Like there was a whole politics one, you know, about JFK, RFK, all that fun stuff. Um, but there was a private secret group that like you literally had to like fill out an application to get into and all that stuff. And it was for the MUFON guys, the mutual UFO network. So like if you've ever seen like the, I mean, not, not specifically the aliens dude, but like the aliens dude, the shows that he's on. If you ever see somebody that's, oh, a member of, you know, MUFON, odds are good I talk to them. Um, cause it's always, it's always the same six guys on those shows and girls on those shows. Um, and, and they're all the same ones from, I mean, even 25 years ago, they were just woof. They were into it. They studied it the most. And so now they get all the acclaim. Right. Telling you, man. Aliens. It's aliens. But those, and those are fun. I mean, I, but I mean, again, like, you know, comic cons and everything else, probably not happening for a while. I mean, like there are, there, I think there are still, there are still two comic cons that haven't canceled yet. One is Monroe in mid September. Uh, and the other is up in Traverse City, uh, Halloween weekend. Um, I mean, Yomacon is still going on too. Which one? Yomacon. Uh, well, I thought it's I like saw an anime convention. No, I, to- oh, I totally know what that is. I just I thought I saw yeah. something from them a while ago that they were that they were either scaling back or pulling out. I'm not sure. Uh, 
Um, I they might have. I might have missed it, but I I feel like I feel like if they did that, I would see a lot more of it. But I could be. Totally you would think wrong, so. You know, but like I know that like movement didn't pull out. As far as I knew, Yomakan didn't pull out. It's like I'm really Man, really that's... shocked that a lot. Of, I know Renaissance Festival is still talking about doing their thing, which I you know the whole you know whether or not they had enough stuff to keep things sanitary anyway without a pandemic before the pandemic yeah. <laughs> you know like it's just re- it's just more realistic this year it's right like, right here's the thing who knows what the next two months are going to bring right so to cancel something that's not going to go off until september or october i get it like you still have a little time to go well let's wait let's see you know if we can throw it all together in time but the way the numbers are going, it does not look good. Well, and the Saturday, like, so I remember, like, so Penguicon uh, is is one that happens at the, or usually happens at the end of April every year. Yeah. Um, and, like, they were sweating bullets uh, even into, um, I think it was finally the end of March uh, when the hotel, because, like, they were facing, like, ridiculous penalties if they canceled. Like, it would have been the end of the organization um, if, if they would have had to cancel uh, without the hotel's consent. And... And the problem with a lot of big cons is you have so much prep time. Like, 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 look at the auto show. Like, the auto show had yeah. no choice but to cancel because there's oh, yeah. a three month build out that happens before yeah. that. Sure. And you know, so even, I mean, even YomaCon. I mean, I mean, it's not it's not that big from a like a, a build out perspective. Like, you don't have the no. auto displays and all that stuff, but you still have vendors that have to prep, and you still have guests that have to be willing to come. You know, and, and that's the big thing right. to and me. A lot of those people do travel quite a distance to yep. come out for things like that. You know, um, same with like I said with movement. It's like I'll, people travel from all over the place to come all over the world. Absolutely, yeah. All right. So over. as Actually, I met, I as met of now, YomaCon's still on. I met one of my really good friends at Movement, and I, he he lived in South Africa. Yep. I was like, "Why? Why are you here?" And he was like, "Movement's one of the biggest." And I was like, "Really? Like, I had no clue. I've been spoiled. I've been coming since it was free." Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, people forget Detroit's where techno was born. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, but so I, I looked it up. So apparently, Yomacon is still on for this year as of now. Right, that's what I thought, and I was actually really shocked because usually it lands like the last week of October, or the first week of November, yep. um, and I thought that that's getting kind of close. And Remy, I agree with you. The whole like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in two and three, two or three months. But just like personally, in my from the way that I feel about it is that's like even if numbers went down and we were open back up in two months, I probably wouldn't feel completely comfortable going back to like a large scale event oh yeah because there are tens of thousands of people there right or a giant sporting event or a concert with mosh pits like all that (laughs) stuff is just like small ones i would consider going to but if it's something that's going to be big i'm being exposed to hundreds of thousands of people then yeah I, i would probably pass See, and that's why, like, so, like, Motor City, like, didn't even bother rescheduling they just canceled for this year monroe i mean there's usually I mean, so like Motor City, you get tens of thousands. Monroe, you get like hundreds. Like, so it's it's not that big. You know, it's not as it's nowhere near as big. It's not as overwhelming. It's not as big, but it's still a lot of people. And it's still a lot of randoms. 
Well, and the sad reality is, I mean, like, so like, you know, as it is when we go out and like get a booth at a con and all that stuff, I mean, even for the last two or three years, like I've been loading up the table with, you know, hand sanitizer pump bottles because every time I go to a con, I get sick as it is because of con crud. Well, hey, yep. let's let's now let's layer COVID on top of that. Nah, I'm good. I'm cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, just this, this is teaching us a lot about our society and about the way germs spread and about the way colds spread and just like <laughs> keeping clean and stuff like that. It should be teaching us, but it's not yeah. teaching all. <laughs> it's teaching me, you know. It's like, hey, it's really not a bad idea to where if you've got a common cold, a little sniffle, a sneeze, a cough, and you wear a mask, you could probably go to work and keep your coworkers from getting what you've got, right? Like, that's not a bad idea. If we all as a society in America get used to wearing masks, you know, more often than not, it would be a lot healthier. It would be a lot better for us. Stop breathing What's on people. Thoughts? But it's my podcast, so I can say whatever. You're allowed about. to. That's how that works. Yeah, exactly. I got a new mask coming in the mail. I got a Mr. Meeseeks. Existence is pain. Oh, <laughs> I like it. So, yeah, I bought the Rick one. Yep. <laughs> I thought about getting like a Sailor Moon one or something, and I was just oh. like, you know, I don't really leave my house. So <laughs> I'll just use the one that I have. I have like 15, like, you know, they're like reusable or whatever, but right. I have like yeah. seriously like 15 to 20 of them now. My friend gave me a bunch of them. And so I've just been kind of like wearing them, washing them, wearing them, washing them. There you go. You're good. I don't go, I don't go out of my house very often. I go to Lindsay's house, but that's about it. But she also doesn't leave her house, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what this pandemic is becoming is. It's like, you know, you can only hang out with people that are like, are you safe? Do you go out much? All right. Yeah. Well, God, did you guys see the video? I forget what lake. It was one of the Michigan lakes that was just absolutely packed. packed. I saw that. And I'm sure it was all of them, but oh, my God. Well, and my mom lives up north in Cadillac. And the cases up there are climbing. Now, for them, climbing is like, we got up to 35 cases. Right. So, but, but still, that means the numbers are rising. And she's like, everybody up there, all of them are like, this is crazy. It's a fake. It's a hoax. It's BS. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing, it's not coming up here. It's not going to get us. It's like, well, that's how you get it. <laughs> well, when we only shut down part of Michigan... And left the up north completely open, which I was like, that's stupid. It's summertime. Everyone's going up north anyway. Or if yep. they weren't going to, they are now. Well, I mean, so they you know, so they did, they did shut everything down. They just opened that up first. Right. But now, it, like, I thought that with the the new everything, that there were certain districts that were still open. It was like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So now, yeah. So now they're still open. I'm sorry. I thought you meant originally. Yeah. They're still yep. open now. And then it's like during 4th of July and everything, <laughs> all these people are like, oh, well, we can't go anywhere down here. Still the middle of the summer. Why don't we just go up north? Yep. Right. You know, yeah. and then all of them are going to get totally sick because there's a whole bunch of people going it's, up there and they yeah. can go in places and then they're going to come back home. I know people that I've got friends that went to Florida like in the past month or so. Oh my God. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, now you see their cases are going nuts and you're like, well, did you get it when you went down there or did you get lucky or did you bring it to them or, right. you know, and that's mm. people all over the country have been doing that. They're like, well, Florida's open. That's why their cases are going nuts. Cause it's like, well, we're still open. Come fly down here and have some fun. It's like, yeah, people from all over the place. A flight <laughs> to Florida right now. I looked the other day. It was like 40 bucks. Yep. Yep. 
And I was like, I mean, I'm looking because I just want to see how terrible, like, they're trying to get people over there. And, of course, it's enticing, you know, for a lot of people who, like me especially, where I've never been able to afford traveling. I've never been able to do that. But I can buy a ticket to Hawaii right now for, like, 400 bucks. Round trip. But here's the downside. you got to sit in quarantine for two weeks. Right. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like, in general, it's like, I I can go to Florida for 40 bucks. Which right. usually it's you know, hundred yeah four to six hundred yeah. It's like I can't afford to do all that all the time, and then take a week off of work, you right. know, and all that stuff. It's like can't afford it. So right now it's really enticing, and you have to like remind people, you know, okay, yes, it's really cheap to go to Florida. Round trip is forty bucks, but you might get COVID. Well, <laughs> some people are looking at it like that's worth the risk, you know. It it's is like, worth the risk to a lot of people, especially if you don't really think that it's really that big of a risk. Well, and especially with the airlines now, like airlines have said, or at least two of them have come out with it and said they're like, they're they're not going to be doing the enforcing social distancing on flights. Like they were only selling like one ticket per row um, or skipping rows and all that stuff. And they're not doing that anymore. So now you're going to be all packed in again in a nice closed recycled air tube. Good luck with that. Oh my God. Recycled air too. Oh my God. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, No, thanks. Uh, I'm staying my ass at home. I wish I could go travel. I wish I could go see places. Now is not the time. Yep. (laughs) That's the way I Same. Same. And I do wonder what they're going to do about the PUA, like the extra money that they've been giving people, you know. So I believe there are two proposals on the table uh, for extending it. Um, One leaves it at the current amount. Uh, one drops it down to two fifty, if I, I recall correctly. Yeah, I don't even care. Like, I just can't live off of a hundred dollars a week. Right, right. So you know, and my and my job is an opening, and you know, a lot of places aren't hiring, and the places that are hiring are probably going to shut down soon. So, or be super dangerous and risky to your health. Right. Give me two fifty. That's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it'll yeah, be people were asking. Somebody asked me today, a friend of mine who actually lives in New York City uh, with her husband and her small child, and she's uh, an aspiring actress and in the service industry and has been waiting tables and stuff for, for many years. And she reached out today and was like, Hey, how are you doing? You know, have you gone back to work? And I was like, No, I'm basically retired from the industry. Until further notice, you know, like fully retired. Yeah, I'm not I'm not looking to go back. I'm not trying to go back. Whether even if we did open, I wasn't excited about going back. I was kind of on the fence about whether I wanted to or not. And thankfully, my owner, I think, just didn't open and never called me back. And I was like, that cool. I've got a job. I don't need it. That makes my decision easy for me, because with the way the cases are going back up, I wouldn't want to. And, you know, I read, we read about, you know, I follow Angry Bartender uh, and our good friend that was on the show a few months, you know, a month or so ago is talking about how the, the bar is filled with idiots and morons and jerks and people acting like shit. More and so than like, before. Right. I'm like, I don't, you know, <laughs> during a pandemic, I don't want to go back to that. People being rude and people being obnoxious and bitching about wearing masks. That does not sound like the old bar scene at all 
my big thing is that a lot of people are just kind of like, you know, okay, fine. You can't go back to your work there, but you can go work at a grocery store. And it's like, I consider what I do a skilled trade. I spent a lot of time getting to where I am in my career and I'm not, not bashing anyone that works at a, you know, fast food or, you know, any of the essential like places, you know, Kroger or whatever. I don't give a fuck where you work. That's great. But I, I've never worked in a place like that or that kind of environment. And I've always worked in bars and that's where I feel comfortable. Yeah. So, and you know what, at the end of the day, how about you mind your fucking business? (laughs) (laughs) I think that deserves a drink. (laughs) Here's a drink to mind in your own fucking business. Yeah. Don't, don't comment on what I'm doing. Worry about you and I'll worry about me. Yeah. Handle your own shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I but everyone's just agree. calling calling us lazy. They're like, if you were asking about, you know, um, extending the PUA, they're like, oh, lazy, get back to work. You're lazy. You're lazy. I'm not lazy. I just don't want to get sick. And I don't want to pass it on to my other family members that can also be, you know, very, very, very affected by this. Yeah. And oh. if I do get sick, it's not like I can go to work anymore. Then I have to be out for anywhere from two to 10 weeks yep. for some people. Exactly. You know? So yeah, not it has nothing it. to do with me being lazy. Well, and who knows how hard it's going to hit you. And who- yeah, it, it, it could, could kill you. Like, yeah. no, I'm not comfortable going back to work. If I'm not comfortable, I'm not going to. It has nothing to do with whether or not I care about my job or I like my job or I want to continue doing my job. I do. Believe me, right. I do. But yeah. I'm just not in a position to do that right now. No, I tell you what, I, you know, it was not too long ago that I took a job at a grocery store because I needed work and it was hiring and it was right across the street. I could walk to work, you know, it was like only had one car between two adults and a baby. And I'm like, I got to do what I got to do. Like, I'm going to go hustle. Right. And they hired me for minimum wage. You know, it was back when minimum wage was like less than eight bucks an hour. And it was a shit job. And you dealt with people and you dealt with nastiness. And it was like, it wasn't a cool job to have at all. It's like, they treat those people like shit. And you yeah. don't have, you you can work there for a long time and work up to the management positions and make a little bit better money. But you're still not making great money. You get some benefits and stuff like that. But you look at like the big grocery store chains, the corporations are raking in all the dough and they do it by paying their employees like shit. You know, people working at Walmart that have to be yep. on welfare just to make ends meet. People working at grocery stores, minimum wage does not make ends meet. So it's like, and now you're going to work with the public and people complaining about wearing masks in a pandemic and you could get sick and die for minimum wage. Well, not only that, but so you're, you're trying to guilt trip people into going back to yeah. a job where you're not going to be making where you, what you were making before because right. the crowds right. aren't there. Right. And oh, by the way, not only are you working for, you know, even like in the grocery store, minimum wage, you don't have health benefits. You don't have any of that stuff. And so if you do get sick, then you're doubly screwed. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not set up for success. The whole, and, and that's, that's what this whole pandemic has shown us is like the glaring reality of America and you know the the differences and the and <laughs> maybe, wages for the jobs. Maybe capitalism has some issues. Who who to thunk? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying throw the whole baby and the bathwater out the window. I'm just saying like some giant changes need to be made because it's not working. 
Oh, uh, hey, speaking of workplaces with issues, um, I, I, are we talking about Imperial? Are we not talking about Imperial? I'm totally okay to talk about Imperial. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'm totally okay to talk about Imperial. I am too. Look at Laura. We know how Lauren feels about it because we're Facebook friends with her and we have seen you put them on blast. Go ahead and put them on blast. Because you that escalated, I, that escalated I quickly. For that. I had I somebody contact me and was like, how can you do that? Don't you ever want to get a job? Don't you think that's going to stop you from getting a job at another bar because you put somebody else on blast like that and all that stuff? Listen, at the end of the day, if you if you aren't going to hire me because I'm against people being sexually harassed while at work, then I don't want to work for you anyway. Exactly. Like, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're telling me that by hiring me, I should expect that then you can go fuck yourself. Right. Also go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm, no, and I'm not going to do that. Dude, you and I have worked in the bar scene long enough to know that that shit goes on. It, like all the stories that I heard, that was 100% believable. I was like, yep, I believe it. Oh, there, there, yeah, wasn't, it. there wasn't a yep, post in that that, I, oh, no, that's, I no, Skeptical Davis. No, there was no, there was no skepticism whatsoever. Not not, no, like, no, I believe every, every second of it. You're telling me that you're a hotshot that- restaurant owner that, that is part owner of three restaurants and you know you get drunk a lot at your bars and you're not playing grab ass with the waitresses and whoever else and you only hire pretty girls like dude your mo is out there like everybody knows and i had somebody who was like hey i'm a friend of his i'm like you know what i was best friends with the guy one time and then i found out that he was a rapist and a woman beater and a piece of shit and i never knew it before guess what friends we ain't friends no more from each other i've met yeah. him he was very nice to me i know exactly. multiple other girls who he's been like nice to great you know i'm pretty sure that ted bundy described or people described ted bundy as really nice (laughs) yeah he he had friends that lived no ted bundy had friends that were alive i mean he didn't kill everybody everybody. (laughs) Sure, and that's the thing is i'm like i'm not trying to say that you know he didn't murder anybody but it's the same idea where it's just like just because he's nice to one person doesn't defend the actions that he's doing to another person Exactly. And, and if enough what? if enough people stand up and say this guy did that, then I'm going to tend to believe And that if that's he did it, then I did. hope he fights it. But all I heard was that he stepped down as the operations manager. He's still an owner. Still the owner. Yeah. So right. Yeah. He stepped down as the operations manager. Okay, fine. If you want to let that subdue you for like exactly what you think that's going to do, fine. Mm-hmm. But don't be don't turn a blind eye. Don't act like you don't know that he's an owner and that his yep. wife is another owner. So that makes them 50%. There's only four people. Mm-hmm. The other one is a couple too. Right. So, you know, and it's not even just him. Multiple people were called out from that corporation. Oh yeah. Exactly. It's Multiple a pattern. People. And Here's my so, you know what? It wasn't enough to me, even if it, even if that's fine that he stepped down. Okay. But what about all the other people? What are they doing about them? How are they addressing that issue? How are they going to come up to these women and be like, oh, it's okay for one person to step down, so you have to forgive the other ones? No. Not going to work that way. Not on my watch. Do you remember that time when yeah. you and I you and I went there after uh, our show one night? And yep. the tamales were absolutely awful. Worst tamales I've ever had in my life. <laughs> they were complete garbage. They tasted like mush. They were like so gross. I'm like, this is not what I expected when I ordered a tamale. Really, really gross. Now, I've had tacos there that were good. I'm just going to talk about the food for a second. I've had their hot dogs before that were decent and stuff like that. They always had a good selection of beers and tequilas and stuff like that. But, like, I was never a giant fan. Like, it was, 
it was too hipster for me. You know what I mean? I was like, eh, something about this place that everybody loves. I'm just like, I never got hey, it. Like, I don't fucking care. I had, I had a buddy like, that liked it, and I think I only let him talk me to go in there twice. Like, I it right. just was never right. a fan. No. My friend Becky, she loved that place. We would go there a lot, mostly because it was open later than the other places. Right. And whatever, we could get, you know, some food for cheap, you know, some decent food for sure. cheap. I never thought that their food was really that great. Flash forward to a public house. I yeah. actually like their food quite a bit, but they also me, do me like um they do like chef takeover, like menu yeah. takeovers. And I realized that I like their food on the days that they have a takeover so it's not even their <laughs> and then for anti-hero i went there one time the atmosphere is really nice i'm not gonna lie but i just did not i threw away my ramen i like took it in to go and i dumped it down the drain uh, it tasted like burnt like i don't know what it was it was not good but i love ramen i love shitty ramen so there you go <laughs> okay i love shitty ramen and i love good ramen and theirs was so shitty that i wasn't eating that shit Wow, that's terrible. No, I, I I dug the I dug the ambiance of Public House. I liked the uh, the record player was pretty cool, and uh, the staff was cool. Staff was cool. I always dug that. Um, but again, you hear stories like this, and it's like you're not getting my business, man. I'll never, ever, 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 ever in my life eat a Chick Fil A sandwich. It's just not happening. I'm not going to Chick Fil A ever in my life. Fuck them. Because of their, you know, because of who they donate money to. That's that's my feelings I, on it. And I'm not going to spend my money there. There must have been a half a dozen posts that I saw today that people were just, they, they posted the recipe for whatever the hell it is that their sauce is. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, for the sauce and also for like, oh, you want to you wanna know how they make their chicken so good? Yeah, they just pickle so it. Yeah. Brine. Yep. Yeah, it's just pickle brine and then like breadcrumbs and shit. It's like, it's nothing spectacular, folks. Guarantee you, if you look if you look hard enough, you can find a much better chicken sandwich recipe out there. I mean, or some, just go to I'll Wendy's. Make you a chicken sandwich, and it'll be yeah. fucking delicious. You don't exactly. even need no Chick Fil A. Learn how to learn how to cook. You know, go go to the grocery store. Why are store, people doing that? Go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of chicken breasts, and then figure out your own recipe and cook them all up, and then reheat them in the microwave. It'll be just like a fucking yeah. chicken. It's it's not <laughs> like you don't have time. Yeah. It's <laughs> right. Why are people doing that? Why are people learning well, to I cook? Think, it like really drives me crazy. People, I think some people are. You know, some people have used the pandemic for good and for and you know we got lots of time on our hands. So if you're a shitty bar owner, watch your butt. <laughs> like we will tear you down and put you on blast on Facebook and everywhere else, so that the whole world knows about you and doesn't eat at your restaurants anymore. It's like the the days of being a shithead owner are over, man. Like you can't get away with that anymore. The people are rising up in more ways than one. All over the place. Well, I mean it's it's like I said about, you know, the whole George Floyd, you know, the the rise of the Black Lives Matter thing. You know, I if if it weren't for this pandemic and everybody being locked in and bored, yeah. that would yeah. that would have just been another flash in the pan. Um, okay, and it's, it's been going on for decades. Yep, it, I remember, you know, I remember Malice Green back in '92 mm -hmm. when I was in high school. It was my last year of high school, and I was like, "My God, this is insane!" Like they mm -hmm. beat this man to death. These cops got away with murder. Why are we not rioting in the streets? And that you know, Rodney King and the the riots in Los yep. Angeles, and and it's like that was over 25 years ago mm -hmm. and it's still going on, and they're still getting away with it. Yeah, you're right. It's because we were all locked down in a pandemic that it was like. No, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> We're going to do something about this. We're going to organize. I've actually together. got some time to be loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> so, 
That's crazy. Ay, ay, ay. I know. Well, this has been a, a fun episode, hasn't it? We've a little, it's a lot. Okay. It's a lot of, it's a little all over the map. We talked a lot of stuff, you know. Conspiracy theories. We got Fourth of July. Fourth of July. We started off with barbecues. Fourth of July. But I mean, that's 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 really what sparks is. It's like it's it's America's birthday, and you know you're supposed to be proud to be an American, but it's like you look back on the history of not right now and all the things that are coming out, and it's like there's not a lot to be proud of. Not not right now. That needs to be cleaned up. There's a lot of things that need to be like unswept from underneath the rug and brought back out and like really deep cleaned. So, uh, yeah, like I've, like I've never really understood the whole and I've had this conversation a bunch of times and I always get pushed back about it. But like I never understood the whole like, hey, I'm 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 proud to, to be an American. And I'm like, OK, well, why? And like ignore the politics and all other bullshit. But like you just happen to accidentally be born here. Yeah, that's right. that. Like that's that's literally all it is. Like it's not, yeah. Like it. It's yeah. not like you did anything to be here. It's nope. it's not an accomplishment. It, this right. is this is where you fell out your mom, <laughs> and that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. You know, you could have been born in Congo yep. or Rwanda or just as easily. Or yep. Australia. You know, it could have been a rich country or a poor country yep. or anything. It's, and that's and that's the whole exact point. It's like the whole reason that we decided, fuck you, England, like we're not going to be ruled by some king uh, is because like you're not better than us just because you were born a king. Yep. All men are created equal. You know, of course, when they wrote that, they didn't exactly mean all. Well, yeah, because they didn't right? include yeah, some men are Native Americans, African-Americans or women. But but uh, but other than that, all of them other other, other than that. <laughs> and, and I think that's the point. So it's like I'm two you know, of those things. Oh, my God. We, we grab hold of these catchphrases. Well, that's the real thing is we're we're a nation of catchphrases. You know, it's like just watch Idiocracy and you'll see. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like Which that's a real thing. Though. I was like, who knew that was going to be a documentary? Who knew? It kind of is, but but it has been for a long time. And the reason it's so funny is it's because it's like, it's not too far from the actual truth. It wasn't when it was made. It's definitely it's getting closer. closer and closer mm-hmm. now. And, right. uh, you know, who knows what's going to, who knows what the future lies, but I got a lot of love in my heart. That's all I got. Hey, Kanye says it's going to run. So what the hell? Yeah. Hey, that's- yeah, oh Kanye didn't file his even, paperwork in time. Don't even get me started. <laughs> And nope. Kanye doesn't read because books are too wordy. And my point was that Kanye can't even make a good song, let alone a good Please president. don't vote for Kanye as a joke. <laughs> yeah, Please no. do not vote for Kanye as a I joke. I mean, unless you were intending to vote for Trump. If you were, if you were intending to vote for Trump, by all means, vote for Kanye. Because they're buddies. Fine. So, they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> then I you think, can I, do it. I think what he'll do is if Kanye gets enough votes, he'll kick Pence out of there and make Kanye his VP. <laughs> oh my god I and then he'll die honestly i was like become... i was like no no he won't because pence is, a bu- is his bulletproof vest that's the, right. the yeah the, that won't happen oh, i can't yeah. anymore you know the reason that some girls don't like the numbers one and three and five and seven sometimes they just can't even i can't even i just <laughs> On a scale of one to even, I can't. Yes, exactly. On a scale of one to peanut butter, how jelly are you? That's why I love that. Hey, hey. It's like when your brain goes, hey, hey, are you asleep? Almost. Shut up. Every odd number has the letter E in it. (laughs) No! No! Don't do that to me! (laughs) (laughs) No! 
We have come to the time of the show when Lauren is going to yep. give our information. Have we gotten any emails yet? Have we gotten one? We have gotten email? none. For the love of God, please send no, us please a goddamn email. email. <laughs> we need to pump it up Honey, on our Facebook please. page. We if you have a story there. about what you have done at a bar, you're working at a bar, hanging out at a bar, running security or valet at a bar. We don't care what you were doing at the bar. But if you have a funny story, interesting story, cool story about what you did there. Please send it to us in an email at farsidetales@gmail.com. Oh my god! And you don't even have to come on the air. Like you're not like it's not even like they'll they'll read your story. It's like being a ghostwriter. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm so lonely. Please write me a goddamn. If you want to come on the air, you can come on the air. Fucking email us if we think you're hilarious. We'll bring you on the show. We'll call you on. Call you out. Drink your electrolytes. All right, because that's probably good. Mask. Drinking electrolytes is good to, against COVID, I hear. <laughs> Just don't feed it to your grass. It's not what plants crave. Exactly. Oh, my God. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye.